Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from the home bunker. Folks, I am taking a little respite, but as always, I leave you guys with fresh content and interviews. And today... I am talking to friend of the show and friend of mine, Danielle Campamore. And Danielle and I get into a really great conversation. You know that usually when she comes on, we're talking about abortion. We're talking about reproductive rights and access. And she gives us, you know, through her columns that she does at Today.com, she gives us an insight into moving beyond the statistics and the headlines into the lives of women and people with uteruses that have been harmed by the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade. And in today's discussion, we also talk about the effects that climate change is going to have on reproductive health and care. And something that was alarming to me that Danielle will bring our attention to is this, that when people who are pregnant are in heat that exceeds 95 degrees, which if you look at a heat map right now, the United States is pretty much a majority of the fucking country. That excessive heat on pregnant people induces labor, meaning that people will go into labor earlier, have babies premature, which could in fact then result in a number of issues that those premature babies face. And so again, just wanting to connect the dots to all of these issues that are spoken about in silos, like, oh, well, we're talking about climate change, we're talking about the heat over there, but we're not really talking about how it's going to affect our work or our food or our transportation or our livelihood. So this is a conversation that I think is very illuminating with Danielle. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. 
Folks, I am very excited to welcome back to Woke AF Daily um, a friend of the show and friend of mine, Danielle Campamore, who is a columnist at Today Family um, for Today.com. And I'm sure you have read her writing. You have seen her on MSNBC and in other places uh, talking about um, the weight, the burden, the despair that has been placed on families across this country. Uh, as they are dealing with the horrendous ripple effects from the overturning of Ruby Wade. Um, and I mean, there are just so many pieces, Danielle, outside of, I feel like, basic bodily autonomy and reproductive freedom. But, you know, what you and I often talk about, I feel, is something that I want to lift up again, which is that a majority of people, women and people with uteruses that seek abortions are already parents, are already mothers. And so I just want you to be able to kind of like, let's bring some light to that statistic and reality um, to push back against the rights, you know, imaginary figure that women and people with uteruses somehow use abortion as birth control. Yeah. So number one, thank you so much for having me for that marvelous introduction. Always so humbled to join you and absolutely a thousand percent, unfortunately, throughout history in discussing abortion access and reproductive rights in this country, it has been uh, taken out of context. It has been kidnapped by political talking points. It has been manipulated by people with um, nefarious reasons, um, with nefarious deeds in mind to have this be the antithesis of families, the antithesis of parenthood, when the majority of people who access abortion care already have at least one child at home. They know exactly what it's like to carry a pregnancy to term, to give birth in whatever way that looked like for them. And then the trials, tribulations, and of course, also the joys that come along with raising that child from postpartum care to financial stability, uh, the difficulties in trying to navigate the education system in this country, um, what it's like to parent during financial troubling times. Uh, they know exactly what that is like. So these decisions aren't taken as um, a rebuke of motherhood or of parenthood. It's often in celebration of parenthood and it's often to sustain parenthood. It's to allow them to continue to parent the children that they already have. And studies have shown that when people don't have access to abortion care, it is mothers and it is their children and it is their families who suffer the most. They're more likely to live in poverty. Their children are more likely to meet milestones at a later date than their peers. They're more likely to not have access to adequate food. Uh, their mothers and their parents aren't able to access the workforce at the same capacity as their peers who are able to access abortion care. And so it has rippling effects, not just for the person whose autonomy wasn't honored in a moment of personal planning and family planning, but it impacts their children. It impacts their whole families. And as a result, impacts entire communities who are then forced to step up and to help support these parents who could have otherwise perhaps done that themselves if given the freedom to access abortion care. You know, it's just this is why, you know, I continue to always 
applaud the work that you do because stories are so important. And I think that, you know, I want to ask you this, like, how do you find or have you found your storytelling change because of the waves, the tidal waves of misinformation that we have been dealing with for the last eight years? Like, has your storytelling on this issue of family, of bodily autonomy, of abortion, has it had to change or how has it changed over the last eight years? What an incredible question. And, you know, it hasn't so much changed as there has been more urgency in centering those that are most impacted. Prior to definitely the fall of Roe, but in the years even leading up to it, where we saw a real push to to disassemble access to abortion in this country piece by piece, whether it be gestational bans or just completely superfluous uh, laws put on clinics that provide abortion care, the the providers who are there um, requiring hospital privileges, for example, uh, there was this, this push to both sides it and to really keep this as a political discussion in where we have a nation divided. And that's never been the case. Uh, but I think mainstream media in particular were able to kind of, or at least felt perhaps okay with letting that go to a certain extent until we really saw the ramifications um, of what happens to people who aren't able to access abortion care. The Turnaway study was a huge part of that. For 10 years, they studied what happens to people, to families when they can't access care, and it's devastating. And so I think that there, there was a lackadaisical coverage in it. And then as we saw that not changing as quickly as the abortion landscape was changing, the urgency in which to center people um, just was born out of that same desperation that so many people were feeling. And I have to tell you, Danielle, I mean, the story that's really kind of hitting me in this moment is just last week I spoke to a mother in Texas. Um, She gave birth to a stillborn baby girl, 37 weeks. She was devastated. Uh, This was months ago, and she was still in tears crying to me, sharing her story. Um, She was denied maternity leave in the state of Texas because FMLA does not cover uh, stillborn babies. So she was told she had to come back to work while she was still reeling from the mental, emotional, and certainly physical, uh, you know, just toll it takes to give birth to any child alive or dead. And she was in labor for 15 hours. Um, But also because she lives in the state of Texas, there's an anti-abortion law there that requires all fetal remains to be handled by a funeral home. So she didn't get to leave the hospital with her daughter's ashes. Instead, she had the additional burden of paying for services at a funeral home. She didn't receive her daughter's remains for a month And she was told to return to work before then. The harm that these these laws cause, women, family, she was also, again, caring for a toddler at this time. It is profound. And whether it's intended or not, whether she was the target audience of this anti-abortion law, 
because she was a mom who was very excited about the prospect of having a daughter. She was harmed nonetheless. And so that is um, what's really kind of changed for me is this urgency, this, this um, not to romanticize my calling, but this profound sense of, of um, it's, it's a need, it's, it's a duty, an obligation and an honor. And one that without these stories, again, the only noise we hear is the political talking points of those who are not impacted by these laws. We have to elevate the people ahead of the politician um, in order for people to truly understand what's going on across the country. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected, or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. I have no words for that story. When I saw you share it, I just was stunned at where I am right now. Um, Because what the Republican Party is doing what they are waging is 
psychological warfare. This is terrorism. And I think that, you know, we need to stop using euphemisms. We need to stop using their talking points by saying, oh, well, it's the opposition that is about, you know, that is anti-abortion. No, they're not anti-abortion. They are pro-terrorism and trauma. Because to put a person through what that woman was put through, I cannot imagine already the the emotional toll, and that is just too light of a word, to carry a baby that you know is not viable inside of your body, to labor for 15 hours, and to then not even leave the hospital with the ashes of that baby so that you can begin your mourning process and not even being given the fucking time to begin your mourning process before you have to go back to work to grind for capitalism? I mean, I, I don't know where to begin. And, and, I, you know, and I just, but I want to say this real quick before, before you continue, because for those people that are thinking to themselves, that are listening to this and saying, well, this is why people need to leave the state. Know that when you say these things, and I have said them myself, and I've begun to roll back those thoughts because it comes from a place of privilege. Mm. It comes from a place of privilege to say that people just need to leave their state as if it is that fucking easy to do. And as if everybody that is living inside of that state is somehow aligned with the monstrous administration of Greg Abbott, because that is also false. But Danielle, please continue. Well, no, it's just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not in my head because to your point, you know, it's so easy to, to get past the political talking points if you just listen to the people themselves. And so one of the things about my job that I actually really love is that it's humbled me in silencing myself and what I think people need to hear because really it's the people who've been impacted are saying it. They're saying it. And if we just listened, we wouldn't need to search for those euphemisms, as you so eloquently stated. They're saying it themselves. I mean, this mother said, I have PTSD. I had to try and find, you know, a, a therapist, but I was also having to piece together all my sick leave, all my vacation leave. I had to try to get on disability. So she has a toddler. She goes, now I'm trying to get myself back to neutral where I can sleep, where I'm not seeing images of my daughter. And I also have to pray that my son doesn't get sick for the rest of the year because I don't have any more paid time off and I have to pay my bills. If you just listen to them, the euphemisms pale in comparison to what the real people who are experiencing these, the ramifications of these laws are actually dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. And to your point then, to then tell this mother who's trying to, to keep her family together and afloat while she's navigating the trauma of a loss, by the way, just pick up and leave, is extremely not only just woefully ignorant of the realities of, of all families really right now,
but especially those who are trying to navigate these these cro- these crossings, these these multiple uh, levels of harm being caused in all areas of their lives. And that's one of the things that you've you've talked about so frequently is that it's not like these these issues are are siphoned off to this group is just being harmed by this thing, and this group is group is just being harmed by this thing. It's no, this group that's being harmed by a lack of mandatory paid family leave is mm-hmm, also being mm-hmm. harmed yep. by a lack of access to to uh, abortion care that's also being harmed by other anti-abortion laws that make it more difficult for people to move forward and grieve in whatever way they see fit. These just are, it's, it's compounded. And so of course people aren't going to leave their homes. They're fighting to keep their homes. And and Mm. that's the reality. You know, and, and I, and I think here, because you did, you know, just such a great job of connecting the dots, the problem Danielle, too, that I find that Democrats fall into on all of these issues is that they pick them apart as siloed issues, right? When instead of just talking about reproductive care and abortion and, you know, paid paid maternal leave and all of these things as these siloed issues, just say very clearly, if I'm a Democrat running for office and I don't care where I'm running for office, Republicans don't care about family. And here are the bulleted reasons as to why. Right. So if they want you to have a child, then where are all of their votes on on health care? Where are all of their votes on maternal leave? Where are all of their votes on earn ta- on, on earned child tax credits? Where are all their votes on public education? Right. Like where are all of their votes? On how you would protect and grow this family that they are forcing people to have. Because when you look at all of those pieces and then you have these people talking out of the other side of their fucking mouths telling you like, oh no, we're about protecting family and you're about killing babies. Well, tell me how. Because what Democrats don't do is put this vile anti-family political party on the defense and make them explain all of the ways in which they care about quote unquote families. And I think, you know, to that point, again, I, I, I've heard this from people who I've interviewed, especially in the, the year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Uh, I, I've spoken to people who are Democrats. I've spoken to people who are Republicans. I've spoken to moms who, you know, voted for Trump. And then they found themselves needing abortion care. And then they found, them, found themselves needing the very services that were taken away from them. And while it's very easy to say, well, you know, reap what you sowed, what I really hear beyond all of that is both, no matter which political party anyone is falling on, what they really want is to stop the talking points that just become so regurgitated to the point that the words are meaningless and they're in one ear, not the other. And what they want to hear is, what are you really just going to do for my family? Because, you know, again, I spoke to a mom in Arkansas and she said, you know, I used to think that those words meant something. Now Uh -uh. I realize that they don't. And there isn't really anybody who's who's wanting to look at all the problems that we're facing holistically and, and talk to us as the 
complicated people that we are. And I think regardless of, of political leanings, oftentimes when a midterm comes around or uh, definitely as we get to a, a presidential um, election, the talking points become dumber and dumber and dumber. And people look, anyone, anyone in the U.S. right now are at any one time dealing with 17 different issues and problems. Right. From finances to healthcare to mental health care to their children to their spouse to their ability to access care to work life about to all of these things. And they want people to talk to them as if they are, you know, as if that is their reality, because it is. And that never happens. Again, it's all siloed. And here's a dumbed down version of the issue that you're dealing with. And people that I speak to are saying, no, that's not my reality. My reality is I'm having to try to pay for childcare that's out of my reach. I can't take time off work because I have a baby. If I'm being forced to have a baby in a state that doesn't provide any kind of funding for someone who's in poverty, who tells me my Medicaid can't cover services that I need, who's trying to take away my ability to pay for baby food, formula, anything with food stamps. I'm dealing with a million issues and they're all intersecting. Please tell me how you're going to deal with all these issues that are intersecting too. And unfortunately, again, the closer we get to that voting day, it doesn't seem like those talking points are as complicated and, and, and honor the complication of people's lives as I yes. think it should be. Yes, that is it, Danielle. Honor the complication of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Honor the layeredness of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how you speak to the issues, all of them, that are affecting them from A to Z and back again. And I, th- and I think to allow, frankly, the right to create these caricatures when we have real life stories, right, that are not one in a million, they are becoming the norm, mm-hmm. right? When we lift up those stories and put spotlights where they belong, right, we force them, right, to look into the light and not be able to hide their schemes and their lies in darkness. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Before I let you go, I do, again, because I am very much about trying to connect these dots. You know, you are a mother of two small boys. Um, I am concerned about the environment and the world and the planet that we are leaving for your boys and my nieces and nephews. And so I I want you to speak to how you understand the issue of climate change as also a family issue. Oh, I mean, 100%. And I I can speak to it in two ways. One, just personally. Uh, Yes, my boys are young. They're four and eight. Um, Like so many families across the country, especially... um, well, uh, since COVID-19 and the ongoing issues surrounding COVID-19, uh, my youngest, who's four, has been in the ICU twice for RSV. So we take uh, his breathing issues and his health overall, uh, including, of course, the health of my eight-year-old, extremely seriously. So on top of these record-setting uh, heat waves across the country that's kept my sons inside just because it's simply too hot for them to go outside on days when we could send them outside, I kept them indoors because they can't breathe the air. We have wildfire fires going on in 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 um, Canada, and even for sensitive groups, you know, that include my my young youngest child, they can't go out outside. So now I'm working from home, trying to keep them uh, safe indoors. I can't pay for childcare during the summer; it costs a ridiculous amount of money, and so. Uh, Just from that kind of standpoint, I see the ways in which climate change has an adverse effect on not only the mental health of my children, they need to be going outside, they should be able to go outside and enjoy their time, but their mother's mental health as well, because I can tell you that it's been a a difficult couple of months, but that's on a very privileged end. I'm very, very lucky. I have the ability to keep my son safe. What about the, the individuals who don't have access to air conditioning, the individuals who are living in states with rolling blackouts, who can't turn on their air conditioning, who can't keep the food in their home 
cold. I mean, we've seen not only studies show that climate change is a big uh, concern for people who were once considering families, and now they don't want to start a family, not to mention that in plenty of states, those same people don't want to potentially get pregnant, suffer a pregnancy complication and be denied care that could take them away from a potential future child. But then we're also seeing the ways that climate climate events, particularly catastrophic ones, hurricanes, uh, tornadoes, flooding, earthquakes, can actually cause health issues in pregnancy. Um, the adverse health when it comes to anemia, preeclampsia, low birth weight, preterm birth, they can cause miscarriages even. And this isn't anything new, by the way. In 2013, there was a multi- multinational study that showed that air pollution increases the risks of a low birth rate. And for anyone who doesn't know, if a child is born with a low birth rate, they have a higher risk of premature death, heart problems, they can have breathing issues for the rest of their lives. Um, it's estimated that uh, in temperatures that go above 90 degrees very quickly, they are responsible for 25,000 early births in this country each year. Wow. That's 25,000 wow. premature births each year as a result of uh, increased uh, heat, 90 degrees and above. There are some states in this country who have been at 108, 115 for weeks. So again, those are the same states, unfortunately, that also limit access to abortion care, that are keeping doctors from caring for their patients that are having complications because they're afraid they're going to go to jail. So climate change is impacting families at the same time that uh, reproductive health care, that reproductive justice, the inability to access unnecessary care is harming families. Uh, These are without a doubt linked, inexplicably linked because we never actually talk about it enough. And um, unfortunately, uh, unless we do something, uh, then yeah, my sons, your nieces and nephews are going to have an even larger problem than the one we're facing right now. Oh, Danielle, I I tell you that I could always speak to you for hours. I I feel like every time I leave a a conversation with you, I leave more um, just intent on bringing more light to these stories, just more intent on the fight um, against patriarchy and misogyny um, and, you know, also just more hopeful because of people like you and the work that you do. Um, I can't thank you enough uh, for continuing to do um, the work that you do to bring these stories to light. I appreciate you so very much. Oh, my dear friend. Well, I appreciate you and and the same to you. And I, I gotta say, I know it's easy to get bogged down, but listening to people share their stories, there's power in that too. Even in the, the worst story that, that, People get up and say, you know what, with my full whole chest, I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. Is incredible to me. So thank you for that, that privilege of being able to extend their voices even, even further. Um, it's always an honor and, and you just keep doing the work and, and I'll be here. You too. Thank you. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF as always. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck.
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.